Welcome to my new podcast, everybody. This is the Wrestling Club. So what I'm going to do here, um, I'm going to give a, a weekly recap of um, all the wrestling you're going to do. We're going to do the, the WWE, AEW, and go cover all their shows. I'm going to cover the New Japan, um, and I'm going to cover some other organizations too. So, um, but today is the first of the new podcast. Um, I recently on another channel did a podcast for a long time, decided to switch some things up, change some content up on the channel. And so uh, I'm basically just going to be doing all these wrestling recaps. Anyway, um, I am Marcus. I'm going to be your host. And this is Wrestling Club. So today I'm starting with the AEW Double or Nothing. And um, I, I just have to say this pay-per-view was refreshing. The reason it was refreshing was because it's been uh, so long since AEW and a lot of others have had a a crowd. And um, if you didn't know it, the first look at having a crowd back with AEW was for their AEW Friday Night Dynamite, which was real refreshing as well because, like I said, having a crowd. Now, everybody can go back, and you know that there recently was a crowd for uh, the WrestleMania and everything that was really good. So, double nothing. Let's get started. Going to talk about um, the first thing I want to talk about was uh, the buy-in um, for the um, NWA women's title belt. Uh, Riho and Serena Deep. This was. I gave this match a beat. It was a pretty good match. Um, it was not as fast as I had, had wanted to see it, but it had all the technical aspects of it. And these two didn't disappoint. Matter of fact, Deep, she never disappoints. And Riho, you know, she's just she's just full of life in the ring. A lot of excitement. And um, I thought a lot of things they did in this match um, were refreshing as well. You know, a lot of times the women divisions in all these organizations get a bad rep, you know, make a lot of mistakes or something like that. You know, you hear you just you hear a lot of complaints about it on the Internet. If you ever uh, go on the Internet and see what happens after pay-per-views, the way people complain, and everything. But this was pretty good. I thought it was a good way to open up the show. Um, I did give this match a B minus. I wanted it to be a little bit faster, but it was like, you know. Uh, really surprised me how hard they did go at it. Um, and like I said, Deep, she is one tough competitor. I'm not sure who is going to dethrone this lady from that championship, but um, they're going to have a tough time. I mean, the the NWA women wrestlers are holding their own. So, but like I said, that was a good way to open up. I want to move to the Young Bucks real quick. Now, as I've said before, you should not be surprised at how the Young Bucks are acting. If you ever followed the Young Bucks when they were over in Japan, their cockiness or whatever, you shouldn't be surprised at this. Now, personally, I have to say I am liking the Hill Bucks better, of course, because, you know, the nice, nice Bucks, it just wasn't working for me. Like I say, I've seen what these guys can do. And I think this was a 
great move on their part to flip the switch and become these heel bucks. And of course, uh, enlighten himself with the presence of Don Callis. And um, they took on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, which I thought was going to be a really great match. This match was great. As usual, John Moxley gets bust the hell open, blood everywhere. But, you know, wow. You know, uh, before Moxley was, you know, the WWE guy. And, you know, you could see, you, you knew that toughness. But after he left, it was like this new found fire something that I, this match here i mean it just amazed me in his matches here in aew and in japan that you did not get to see in wwe and it's such a shame that a lot of other talent over there you don't get to really see what they can do until they leave but that's another story in its own eddie kingston's tough as nails i've watched eddie kingston in other organizations i know how tough he is um i really want eddie to get some gold around his waist I don't care if it's one day the TNT title, AEW world title, tag team titles, whatever. I want Eddie Kingston to get some gold around his way. I really want him to. He deserves it. He's a, he's a real tough competitor, hard worker. This guy, I hope he's getting a very big payday where he is now because he really, truly deserves it. He's been in this for a long time. So this match was really good. Um I put this match, I gave this match an A. And I gave this match an A because the resilience that Eddie Kingston showed, you know, he's got that bad leg going in there. And then just John Moxley, man. I mean, any match this guy is in, he just takes it to the limit and the beyond. Um, the Bucks throughout the match, you know, I like the way that they were uh, mocking some of the, the legends, you know, um, did a little Hulk Hogan spin, a little Macho Man spin. You know, if you've seen the pay-per-view, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but once again, this was this was a great match. Um, you had, uh, of course, a little bit of the interference from the Good Brothers. And it must be nice for the Good Brothers to be able to go from, you know, Impact to AEW, from AEW to Impact. I, I don't I hope they're getting compensated for for both parts because you know they're just putting on some great show. I love seeing these guys together. Um, I you know when Good Brothers were in WWE, I knew they didn't have that to show that potential because once again, these guys came from Japan, and it was a disappointment to see what they were doing and what was happening with them in WWE. And it's nice seeing these guys kind of together again. You know the Bucks. And Omega, you know, Good Brothers, you know, Call, you know, it's it's just it's 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 a nice feel. So, um, in that match, of course, Kazarian came out. He's pissed. He went after the Good Brothers. Um, if you have not seen this, go ahead and check that out, and you'll exactly know what I'm talking about. But let me know what you thought about this match because this match was, uh, like I said, this match was. It was very exciting for me, the tag team spill into it. Moxley being very tough as usual. Kingston showing that 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 willpower to just keep going and keep going. But, you know, in the end, uh, you couldn't expect it any more than what the outcome was with the Bucks. Who's going to dethrone the Bucks? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't see 
them being dethroned anytime soon. I think they're in this one for a very good long run. Although I would like to see, like I said, Kingston and Moxley, especially Kingston, get some gold around his ways. But we just have to watch and see what happens from here because we don't know, you know, who's next on the radar. All right. Now, the Anthony Agogo match with QT Marshall, the American Dream Cody Rose with Arn Anderson. And um, this match for me, I gave it a C. Um, it wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be. Uh, even the crowd seemed to be a little bit out of it. But um, one thing about it, though, QT Marshall, you know, his new flip have have really shown me something. You know, when he, when when he first started showing QT Marshall when AEW first started, I'm like, ah, this guy here. And this new, once again, seems like when people flip to that heel, man, it's just something else comes out of them. It's a whole new persona. And um, so QT Marshall trying to get involved in this match. Um, I, I actually wanted to see Arn Anderson. You know, Arn Anderson has this distinct way that he throws a punch. And I wanted to see that on, on Marshall. You know, it happened before. I wanted to see that again because Marshall kind of got involved in the match. I think a go-go. I think he has a um, he has some pretty good potential there. You know, once he kind of breaks out, starts doing some single things, you know, he's pretty good in the ring. Uh, of course, Cody always tries to keep the crowd energized, so it's always an exciting match for Cody. But the match just wasn't exciting and, and as a thrill for me. Um, I don't know. They I, I think they did a pretty good job trying to build up to it, but. Ah, it just wasn't it for me. So, you know, that's my take on that one. Not going to dwell on that one. Um, okay. Um, next on the list, I want to talk about Adam Page, Hangman, and Brian Cage. I was looking forward to this one. You know, I followed Brian Cage for a long time. Uh, back in the days when he wrestled, oh, what was it called? Uh, underground lucha underground and he went over to tna impact and um and then of course coming to AEW. and i've always thought brian cage was real real big untapped potential and i can see the organization with taz and the rest of those fellas it's kind of crumbling and i'm just waiting to see on when if they do but it looks like it may not may not be too long before they sort of turn on Taz. I'm not on Taz on Brian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage really wanted to be in this match. He didn't want any help. You know, he had Ricky Sparks come out and um, he kind of interfered, wanted to throw Taz the, the the belt. You know, to use on Hangman, and um, Brian just didn't go for it. Brian wanted to. Witness by himself. You know, he had told them, he said, hey, I don't need anybody. And um, he wanted to do it alone. And it didn't happen that way. So uh, they went at the end. They were very upset. Hangman, you know, Hangman got a great pop from the crowd when he came out. That was that was awesome. I think he's a fan favorite, too. He definitely is a, a favorite of mine. But it was nice to see the pop that he got. He got a really good pop out of that. Crowd was really into that match. 
And um, in the end, man, it was because of that interference that, you know, Heyman caught him with that lariat. And that was just – that was it. That was all. But like I said, that was a very exciting match. I gave that match an A+. Plus. I, actually, I would go back and watch that match again all the way to the end because just loved it. You know, um, there hasn't been many Hangman matches that I haven't liked. So, anyway, Casino Battle Royal. Now, I love how they send these guys out in groups. It's not just a countdown for each person coming out. It's like coming out in the groups depending on the card that's drawn. This was another exciting one. Um, Christian Cage was in it. You had Powerhouse Hobbs. At one point, those two stayed outside the ring for a good while. And I, were, I was hoping it wasn't going to be one of them cases where you have a winner in the end and then one of them pop back in. And, you know, we've seen that ending many, many times. I thought Jungle Boy was my favorite here. And um, I'm waiting for his time, his day, to when he gets championship around his waist. I know his late father, Luke Perry, would be very proud of what he's doing. Um, he had the chance to see him perform before. And he's just a natural at it. He's, he's, he's really good at it. I think he's another untapped potential. I think they're lucky to have him there. And I hope he's there for the long haul. Um, I hope to see him win all of the championships one day. And um, you had Matt Hardy and his crew in there. Um, what are they called? Um, I think they're called um, House. Was it? Is it? Is it? Is it House Party? I don't know why. I'm just getting a brain fart right now, thinking about them. Um, but anyway, no, it's not. It's not House Party. But Matt Hardy and his his brand, you know, I think he's putting a a tad bit damper on them um, because it seems like that they've gotten off track of going after the championship, and I don't know how long this is going to continue. I think eventually going to get fed up with Matt and his ways, but I know it. You know, right now this is what they're doing, and I guess everybody's enjoying themselves. Um, but Jungle Boy comes out the winner in this. And I was happy to see that. I was really hoping Jungle Boy was going to come out the winner. I, I, you know, he was my pick. He was my favorite to come out of winner. And now he's getting that shot against Kenny Omega. And I'm just wondering, wow, is this Kenny's time? It probably, probably not too soon. Kenny's on fire, but we'll just have to see. Now, the wild card. This was really good. I, 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 Sort of thought this guy was going to make an appearance. Just didn't know for sure. They um, kept it on the wraps pretty good. But Leo Rush, you know, he's been wrestling over in Japan ever since being let go in WWE. And I was like, man, damn. You know, I, I loved Leo Rush's energy when he's in WWE. I love what he did in the rings, fast pace. And um, seeing him come out, you know, of course he didn't win. But seeing him come out and do his thing, that was great. So if you didn't see that one, you need to go back and catch Leo Rush. If you know who Leo Rush is, if you don't, I don't know where you've been living at. So anyway, moving on from there. Let's go with um, Sheeta, Hikuru Sheeta and Britt Baker for this women's title. Now, Britt Baker, she comes out the winner. No surprise. 
not a shock in the world. Uh, I think she deserves it. She's been working hard. She's been there since the beginning. Um, I think uh, Sheeta kept the division very well all through the pandemic and everything. I think she's done a phenomenal job. They both came out looking great uh, with their outfits. Is the Brit had everything done up nice. Sheeta had her her coordinating outfit. They both look good. The new women's title, I have to say, looks pretty good too. It's a step up from what they had. It's a a little bigger. Was well, a lot bigger actually than their original title, which I always thought. The first title was way too damn small, but this one is a step up and um, love that. I love this match. Um, I gave these two uh, a B plus. They were going at it just blow for blow. You know, every time Britt gets in the ring, she seems to have an amazing match. It's, it's, she's gotten better over time in AEW and over over these last six months, I think for me, she's really broke out and shine. Ever since she uh, flipped the switch and she became this heel Britt Baker, and it's just been something else with the matches she's been in. It's just been monumental for her. So congrats to her. I think she uh, really, really deserves um, that championship spot, and I hope to see her have it for a while. I'm pretty sure that Reba, is going to be interfering some more. You know, Reba seems to do very good without that cane in the end, too. But, um, yeah, that was a a, a great match. Very uh, fast place, a lot of different chops and hits and just a lot of things you don't see a lot of the women wrestlers do sometimes. And these two really put it online, so they really made some big moves. Now, there was also a nice announcement that Mark Henry – World Strongest Man is going to be joining the announce team. I thought that was great. I love seeing Mark Henry do his work as far as um, when he does his interviews and in, in media and stuff. He's very good at that. And he's just very – it seems like everybody likes Mark. It seems it's going to be a great fit. It's like they're shaping this AEW thing. It's like they're going to take off in a whole other direction and just explode again out of the box. But I'm looking forward to seeing – uh, what Mark Henry's going to bring to the table. Just, you know, I like I like Mark. Uh, I was a big fan of Mark Henry in, in WWE. And I was very excited when he had his chance to finally wear the World Heavyweight title. I think it was overdue. Uh, I think he really did deserve even more title reigns. His whole uh, World's Strongest Man and in those last days with him, with the world title and everything, it's the whole, you know, super mean Mark Henry. That was awesome for me. I, I love that type of stuff. So anyway, glad Mark's going to be there. And um, what about the Lance Archer match? Now, this one didn't do it for me. I have to give this one a C. And it wasn't because it wasn't enjoyable. I thought they could have did some better things for it. Okay. There was no way I was going to believe that Miro was going to lose this title this fast. And the thing about it is I think Lance Archer deserves to be a champion and to have a championship. I don't think they did enough building this matchup. I think it should have been a little bit longer with how they built it up. And maybe that this should have been at the next pay-per-view. I think there should have been someone else in the way for uh, Miro and they would keep this little feud growing between him and Lance Archer. 
I wanted them to, to I wanted them to do a lot more in building that. These two guys were uh, big behemoths, and I just expected more. It just wasn't the buildup for me. I didn't have that excitement feeling when this match came in. So, you know, it, like I said, it just it just didn't do it for me. So I don't know where they're gonna go from here. I'm sure Lance Archer's still going to be, you know, maybe they're going to keep this feud going and it's going to get better. But I hope in the long run, when they have, if they have another match, that it, um, there's something else, you know, maybe a special match or special ref or something, something to, to spice it up a little bit. Not sure what they're going to do, but that's just the way I feel about it. All right. I'm going to jump to the Pac, Orange Cassidy, Kenny Omega match. I rated this one an A. Um, you know, when AEW first started, I was not a big fan of Orange Cats. And I'm like, is, when is this guy going to do anything? I, I knew he could wrestle, but I'm, I wanted them to actually let him break out. And they took a long time. It was a long time before they let Cassidy show what he could do. This match was exciting. Uh, Pac is, uh, to me, I've always thought he's phenomenal in the ring, even in WWE. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, and after that, I, I've seen him even better now. I think he's better than what he was. At the end of the day, Kenny Omega is the man. Probably the best thing going right now, you would say. My whole problem with the match was um, the way it ended. The the shots from the title belts, you know, to pop, you know, all of that. I wanted, I, I knew there was going to be some sort of cheat in this match but the way it was just cassie just seems to come so close all the time and you you need to go back if you haven't seen this match and watch it in the entirely because it really is a great match from start to finish these three guys put on a hell of a show i think the whole pay-per-view overall was a great show but kenny omega is right now you know he's the man and he's walking around with Four title belts, if I'm not mistaken. Four title belts. And, um, wow. Um, what's next? You know, of course, we got Jungle Boy, who is next on the list. And then who's after that? You know, there's the uh, pay-per-view that's going to come up where Moose is going to challenge Kenny Omega. Uh, I'm a big Moose fan. Follow him a long time. I'm hoping that Moose can get his just dues, but we don't know. You know. This is this is how wrestling is. You expect the unexpected. But this match was great. The high flying, you know, as soon as the match began, you know, you had um uh Cassidy do his thing. Um uh, you saw your the the little the little orange punch, whatever they want to call it. And it was just a very exciting match. But um I'm looking for somewhere down the line that Cassidy is going to reign and grab a title, maybe TNT title. Pop's going to grab a title. Um, you know, all these guys, I want all these guys to have their turn and have their their shot, their, their you know, their spotlight, because I think they all um, deserve it. Um, Dunn Callis is a snake. He has shown <laughs> beyond his true colors of what he can do as a snake. Um I've never seen the side of Dunn Callis until he did this with Kenny and everything. And, uh, you know, it's it's all entertainment. It's all refreshing. So, you know, hey, I loved it. Let's talk about Sting. 
Sting and Darby Allen taking on Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Man, you know, I can't believe it's been six years since Sting has stepped into a live in a ring with a live audience. You know he had that 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 match before that was like a Falls Count anywhere outside. It was in the, the warehouse or whatever it was before, but this is the first time in six years he's been in the ring. What shocked me about this match in Sting was the way that Sting still moves. I was expecting Sting not to have a lot of ring time. I thought they were going to let uh, let Darby Adam try to carry a little bit more or whatever. But, man, Sting looked really freaking good in the ring. I mean, damn. Uh, in the beginning of the match, when he jumped off of the, the stack of chips onto um, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, I was like, what? This is Sting? At this age, jumping off there like that, I'm like that was just phenomenal. And 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 Darby Allen, this guy, he has no boundaries. Uh, the 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 part where Ethan Page threw him from the ring to the crowd onto his brothers, that's one thing to go through that. But this guy throws his body around as with no regards. I mean, the things that this little guy does is just amazing to me. And he deserves every bit of success that he's getting and that he's enjoying right now. He's another one. I hope he is getting his just dues. He had the TNT title, which uh, a, a lot of people betted against him on before. But this was a great match. Um, Sting, they both got a great pop when they, they came out. Scorpio Sky, I'm still trying to get used to the new Scorpio Sky, the new way that he is is acting everything it hasn't really clicked to me i'm used to you know scorpio sky just gets in the ring and that's one thing about it since he's made this this uh flip to heel scorpio sky he doesn't look like he did to me when when he was wrestling as the babyface. he did a lot more um moves and technical wrestling that just stood out a lot more you know uh jumping through the air and stuff and I just don't see that anymore. And that's what I miss about the excitement. And if he bring that back with this heel sky, you know, then we're going to have an, a, a really badass team with him and Ethan Page. And, you know, Ethan Page comes from, you know, impact. So, um, but, you know, back with Sting, uh, crowd went crazy when Sting hit the Stinger Splash. I mean, they were just, they were waiting for that. The Stinger Splash, man, I mean, Wow, that goes back so far when Sting, you know, the surfer Sting that they used to call him. And then when Sting first put the black and white paint, the, 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 the um, Stinger Splash has always been that moment where, you know, okay, here it comes. Was it going to be the Scorpion Deathlock? He did get that applied in the match, but the crowd went crazy when he hit that Stinger Splash. I was even smiling. I was excited to see Sting. You know, I, I, I grew up watching when sting first came into um the nwa and wcw and uh the match where him and first uh match with him and flair when he had the match that went i think 60 minutes and he just left flair there in the middle of the ring the time limit expired i I was there for all that beginning stuff 
And so uh, it's just nice seeing him in the ring. I know he's up in age, and some people say, hey, you know, let the let the, the young cats do it or whatever. But this is this is nice, man. It was it was nice seeing him in there. Um, but as I said, you know, the Stinger Splash, the Scorpion Deathlock, but when Scorpio Sky went for that cutter from the outside of the ring, Sting smartly held onto the rope, and we got the pleasure of seeing the Scorpion Death Drop. And that's how that ended. So that right there again was phenomenal. Like I said, I don't know where AEW is going to go from here. It's very exciting time for them. Uh, this whole pay-per-view, I had to give the entirely, in, as a whole, the whole pay-per-view for me was an A. It was very exciting to sit there and watch the whole thing throughout from beginning to end, from the buy-in. Everything was exciting. Loved it all. And um, just looking for the next big thing. So like I said, this is the uh, first of the new podcast. And... I'm going to also be bringing you the recaps from each week from all of the organization and any other wrestling news I can come up with. I'm still organizing this new thing, so still getting a lot of things in place, still getting a lot of artwork and designs in place, but stick with me. That's it. Until the next time, everybody, thanks for listening to this. And um, come back and check me out again. I am on Anchor and going to be on some others. Uh, still kicking it with blog talk radio that's how i got started over there and i have a ton of content from you know old podcasts with a lot of old information but we don't worry about that anyway that's it until the next time everybody thanks 